Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Hello everyone, um, hope you guys are having a very good evening. Um, it's Mr. Sativa here. Um, again, you can, as you can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of talking from my, um, headset, which we did the first maybe 150 or so episodes with, or 150, 200 episodes. No, I think it was more like 150 until we got the, uh, dedicated condenser mic. But, um, but yeah, I'm doing it on my headset because, um, it's, 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 we're in the thickest summer. It's wicked hot in my office. And, um, you know, the mic, the, the mic, if I were to use the traditional mic, I feel like it would pick up more on the fan. You know, this, this, the headset still sort of picks up on it, but not nearly as much. So I'm going to do episodes on out of that while it's while it's wicked wicked hot outside and while it's really hot in my house so um as you can tell the ceiling fans in sort of the background but i kind of had to have it in the background because putting on an air conditioner would be even worse for the optics of the audio and um i wouldn't be able to do any episodes otherwise so let's get to it um so this is from the south bend tribute it was written by Mary Beth Spaulding of the South Bend Tribute. And um, this is about uh, Michigan, about Michigan, um, Michigan's implementation of adult use. And um, Michigan is do making a lot of good moves lately. They're they're not having a um, they're not having a uh, blood alcohol content. They're just using traditional field sobriety and they're not they're not using tests that won't really stand up. In, in, in the court of law because the current test that we have the test for quote-unquote cannabis impairment they don't they don't test for whether that person is currently impaired you know the current test will just know will just test whether or not you've done in the last 30 to 60 days but you know you could have done it you could have done it three days ago and a cop pulls you over for a broken taillight or whatever or, or not trafficking or some other, some other random thing and um and you know they can just do that and it's just like you know they can just they can just pull you over they can just say oh well we suspect you you've done cannabis and you know you don't really have much recourse you know they, they take away your license they, they put charges on you and even if you even if you plead the fifth and you don't say much that's you're still you're still getting in a lot of trouble until the dust settles so you know it's good that michigan has done that and has made that judgment while you know my state and my governor is trying to push for these tests even though these tests don't prove current impairment but um anywho so yeah michigan has been doing some pretty nice stuff hopefully they get up and running um next year and um hopefully illinois does the same too but michigan has had medical for the past 11 years so you know they have a very mature and awesome market and as far as medical goes and um they enable the small farmers and the small small caregivers and the small growers and craft canvas they enabled that very early on based on how they wrote their initiative 11 or so years ago but 
it's become more corporatized over time and um hopefully the grassroots still remains when they go legal but let's read the story so michigan health agency gives away lock boxes to keep marijuana out of kids hands a health department three rivers a health department is using ammo boxes to take aim at potential marijuana problem cannabis getting into the hands of kids the department is offering a free box ordinarily used to hold ammunition along with a padlock to securely store marijuana whether medicinal or recreational they're, they're one and the same but i digress the branch hillsdale st joseph's community health agency recently launched its lock it up campaign using state grant money to educate people about the reasons to keep their weed secured and to give them a way to do it the agency is the health department the agency is the health department that serves a trio of communities east of cass county along the michigan indiana border quote this seemed like the perfect fit to us to put together a program like this health officer rebecca burns said some studies showed that marijuana use could harm a teen's brain development and it could be poisonous to youngsters according to the health department the this that kind of information is on the material distributed with the lunch bo lock boxes which measure about 12 by 7 by 5 inches one concern Burns says is kids getting their hands marijuana infused edibles such as a gummy bear or brownie. Edibles are more widely available now as state licensed medical marijuana provisioning centers have been opening this year in Michigan. The state requires child resistant packaging for any type of edible product. Features might include push and twist caps or a metal strip seal said Garrett Ringle, manager of Green Tree Relief Provisioning Center in Redding, Michigan, and in Branch County. Edibles could have a marijuana flavor, too. That That isn't tasty to a kid, he said. Ringle likes the health department's lock box giveaway program. He says secure storage of products is a concern patients have. That's a great idea. You don't want marijuana getting into the wrong hands of a child or anyone else. That's certainly a program we'd be willing to support if it gains any traction. Any adult who wants a lockbox can pick one up at the health department's locations in Three Rivers, Hillsdale, Coldwater, Coldwater or Sturgis. The program started within the last month with 500 lockboxes and has given away 25 so far. With more grant money on hand to order additional boxes, Burns says. His agency was among many health departments receiving medical marijuana operation oversight grants throughout the state. In years past, the grants went to county sheriff departments for law enforcement, but the legislature mandated the grants this year be used for education. A state funding formula uses the number of new or renewed medical marijuana patient registration in each county for the prior year to set grant amounts. The Branch Hillsdale St. Joseph Community Health Agency was eligible for 55,595 in grants based on 2,974 new 
or renew patient registration cards across the three counties. Patients don't have to renew their cards every year, so the total number of medical marijuana patients for three counties is higher. 5,223 as according to 2018. The Berrien County Health Department got a 45,600... Let me, let me say that again. 45,632 grant based on 2,441 new or renewed medical patient cards. The total number of medical marijuana card holders in Berrien is 4,701. Jillian Conrad, communications manager of the Berrien Health Department, said in an email that in the next month, the department will be rolling out a marijuana education campaign. It will, it will focus on teaching safe handling and storage to keep it out of the hands of kids, helping parents talk to their teens, and educating breastfeeding and pregnant women about the risk of marijuana. Conrad liked the liked the idea of a lockbox program and said it was something that the department might consider adding in the future. Nurse Amy Mullendor, clinic coordinator in Three Rivers, said some people have seemed hesitant about coming in to get a lockbox, but the agency is not asking questions nor taking names. Quote, the health department is taking a neutral stance, Mullendor said. We'd like we just like to provide people with the tools to protect their children. End of end of article. And um this article, in case I haven't said it, was written by Mary Spaulding of the South Bend Tribune. So um so what I wanna add to that is this is exactly how you should be regulating adult use. This is exactly what you should be doing. You shouldn't be doing what California has done and just be like, oh, well, no one can have anything. No one can have an edible above 100 milligrams because people are too stupid to, to protect themselves and people are too stupid to protect their pets and children. You know, that's writing laws to the co lowest common denominator. And like Alexis Wartel says, just don't be an idiot. All right. We don't do these laws for alcohol. You know, if you drink too much. And, in, in, you know, you hurt someone else, then you're liable. That, that's just what happens. You know, we allow, we allow people in most states to buy as much alcohol as they can afford. We don't have any looping laws. We don't say, oh, you can only buy, you can only buy a handle of, of, of uh, Stoli or whatever. And then you can only buy um, a 30 rack of Rolling Rock and that's all you can buy for the day. That's all you can buy from this particular liquor store, and then you have to you have to do a separate transaction to keep buying more liquor. We don't do that stuff, I and mean, we don't put we don't put like 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 day day long limits or, or month long limits. We don't do any of that stuff. But somehow in, in in these legal states, we feel the need to regulate cannabis like it's plutonium. It's ridiculous. This is how you do it. You just say, here are the tools you need to keep it away from your pets or your young children and we trust that you adults over 21 can responsibly use it can responsibly know their limit like alcohol and you know we we don't ban substances to protect people because we did that with alcohol and it didn't work it did not work banning alcohol did not work again if we had the regulations we have for cannabis that we have for alcohol there would be riots on the streets. There would be riots on the streets, like the whiskey rebellions of the 1700s. 
So I guess that's all I have to say, and um, I, I hope you got a lot out of this. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shares, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.